Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. As you may know, earlier this year the government made contraception free to 17 to 25 year olds, but it will it will be extended to people up to 30 from next September. But this is only contraception of a particular sort, such as pills and IUDs. In France, the government has announced it is to make condoms free for young people, so why don't we do the same thing here? The independent senator Lynn Rouen thinks we should. Afternoon, Lynn. Good afternoon. So lay out your uh, argument as to why we should, even though probably a lot of people listening would think, well, it makes total sense. It does make sense. And I think when we think of co- contraception, you would think it would include all types of contraception anyway. So even under the current scheme in relation to women and IUDs and stuff, um, that doesn't even include the morning after pill, which is actually an extremely expensive mm. form of contraception. Oh, so does it not? I thought it did. It, it doesn't include no, the morning after was... pill and that can be quite expensive and which is also very important to have access to that. So you're saving I suppose, I mean, to to access termination is free. So Mm. you would think you would pull that right back to to the morning after pill. But anyway, when in terms of condoms, you would assume that condoms would be just included in contraception because, first of all, uh, not all women can um, respond very well to some forms of contraception. They may prefer to use condoms. Um, I know contraception, women will use them for various different reasons, not only in relation to reproduction. um, But then that doesn't also include protection against STIs. So contraception will only protect a woman so much. But when we bring in STIs, um, in the first half of this year, there's there's been a massive increase increase in STIs in Ireland. There's been a 43% rise in the first half of this year of STIs actually reported. So the cost uh, in, from a health perspective any, anyway on the system to, to actually to, to administer care to those people then is an increased cost to the state anyway. So to introduce free condoms feels to me like it's a, you know, it's a must. You yeah. know, in, in services, I've obviously worked in addiction services for a long time before becoming a politician and we did have access to free condoms. So there is the, the National Condom Distribution Service where services and public bodies and, you know, people that are working with, say, gay men can access uh condoms delivered to certain types of services. So the infrastructure to some extent is already there mm. and really it's just about expanding that then. You know, in France they initially said 18 to 25 year olds in relation to condoms, but now they've slightly changed that to up to 25 recognising obviously that uh, people that are younger than 18 are going to want to access uh, contraception through yeah. the form of a condom. And actually that's interesting because there's a similar surge in STIs in France as well. Which okay, I, interesting. I, in part I assume. I didn't realise that. Uh, yeah. Uh, informs this decision. Yeah. Now, but what you said about working with services, now, because at the moment, uh, what's available there, you have to go to the GP to get it, though, as I understand, they are going to mm-hmm. extend this to pharmacies now as well. We can just go to the pharmacy and get it. What would be, the, if, for condoms, would distribution be similar to that or do you, would you see a different model? I would say similar to that. I think the model that currently exists where they're already distributed to particular types of services, also to toward level universities, um, I think that that should continue because that's a very targeted intervention, you know, in making condoms available for particular vulnerable groups, especially. Um, but in terms of access, I would see it as the same as contraception. So it's ensuring that pharmacies are able to actually distribute condoms right around the country. Um, mm. Because, I mean, I don't know whether you would include supermarkets in that. It might be a bit too much for those to handle. But the fact that pharmacies will already uh, be distributing contraception, you're just including another category of contraception to that distribution. Yeah. Uh, there may be, could you make the argument though that when it's condoms 
some young fellas might be shy about going into a chemist to ask for condoms that maybe there'd be other places they could get them. Yes, like I mean if you look at if you look at schools, if you look at secondary schools, if you look at places that young people are like youth clubs, um I'm actually not sure and it's probably something I need to look at whether like the over 18 service provision can younger services actually access condoms. My thinking is that they can. So mm. being able to we what, the way we would do them is we used to leave um just bowls of them in the bathroom. You know, and on yeah, top of the cistern yeah. and, you know, you can also install machines that are just free to use so that people have privacy, especially for that younger cohort that probably do feel a bit shy. But it's also should be to empower women to also carry condoms as well. It's nearly 20 euro uh, for 12 condoms in Ireland. That's a huge That's expense. That's mad, isn't that it? Is, yeah. 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 So, I mean, there's so many people that don't have access to disposable cash and, you know, having safe sex shouldn't be a luxury in a mm. sense, you know, so you should be able to engage in safe sex and for it to be affordable and safe. I suppose from a government, from a cost point of view, they might mm-hmm. have a worry that, that uh, uh, the scheme as it is now, all that contraception will be used as contraception. If you're handing out free condoms, a percentage of them will end up over somebody's head and coppers and that kind of stuff, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'd say it's a small percentage, but I'd say people will get over the first initial kind of excitement of having access to a free condom. <laughs> but uh, no, I think over time people would just accept that this is the way it is. You can have access to free condoms. And I think from a cost perspective, it's, I mean, d- doing a cost analysis in terms of benefit analysis there, when you look at the increase in HIV at the moment, there's also an increase from like, I think it's 12 to 14 cases in a week to up to 30 cases of HIV in a week. Mm. When you think of the cost of medication to treat in HIV, when you think of the cost of the healthcare, so I would think that most governments would be smart enough to look at the long long term savings for the short, short the, the short term kind of outgoings. Yeah, yeah. Is there is there still a resistance to using condoms among some I men th- at least? I think so. I mean, I think that that's even a wider conversation we need to have in ensuring that young people are comfortable with talking about uh, their sex lives um, from a young age. From from secondary school up or whatever is kind of age appropriate for different groups. Um, you know, there's still that narrative out there where, you know, people will say, oh, I don't enjoy sex with a condom. Um, and then you ask young girls or young men, well, have you ever had sex with a condom? And they've put, uh, with a condom and it's probably been once. So it's like sometimes these narratives that aren't actually true seep in and people mm. then make these assumptions that sex is somehow better without a condom, you know, and then being able to actually encourage people to make sure that they do not only practice safe sex, but if they don't, being comfortable and okay with going and seeking an appointment with the guide clinic or with your doctor to be able to get checked. And I think most people, after they've had had an experience of an STI, are I would hope are encouraged to not ever have to be in that again because some of them actually affect women's fertility and stuff. And I think that's not something that's very well known. If you look at chlamydia, if sometimes that can go symptomless for a long, long time, can affect a woman's ability to be able to conceive. So I think having free contraception, having free access to condoms also needs to be matched with campaigns around why this is important and Mm. why it's okay to wear a condom and why it's okay for women uh, as well or if they're in the same sex relationship for that more shy partner potentially to have enough agency to go actually I'm not comfortable having sex without a condom and I want you to have one on or we're not going to continue and I think some people maybe are a little bit more silent and a little bit more embarrassed to kind of speak up within relationships and I think all that stuff needs to be encouraged. It intersects too probably with 
because an awful lot of young fellas particularly I'm not picking on young fellas mm. here particularly but you know a lot of the first the sex they first see is porn yes. you don't see any condoms in porn you don't exactly and I think that's why the conversation is still so prevalent in Ireland that we haven't moved those conversations at a school level around to kind of fact based sexual um, ed in school I think we're still very much lagging behind in discussing those type of things in terms of men also wanting to be responsible with wearing condoms I mean a lot of my male friends that are in their 30s and 40s who um, came from all different sorts of backgrounds it didn't matter what type of background they were from they all report not wanting to use condoms when they were younger so it doesn't seem to be like based on any particular you know level of education attainment mm. or any type of community it definitely seems to be across the board that people seem to have uh, a thing about using condoms and I think maybe if they were more freely available they would just become a much more normal part of people's sex lives. And just become yeah habitual uh, to them. Brian says is there is there a more stupid group of people than the sexually aroused? With all the information to hand <laughs> we still refuse to practice safe sex. Well it's true but as you know as you're saying and yeah, it and turns think, into a habit. And, and think people kind of in despair of the moment have sex. It's not always planned. Mm. People can go on dates, on Tinder dates. They may go, I'm only going out on a date and all of a sudden, you know, the night takes them away and they go home and they have sex and they didn't plan it and they don't have access to, to condoms. And I think being able to, to encourage people that no matter what they think their day is going to look like, having access to condoms in your handbag or in your pocket is, is just a good move, just in case. Yeah, you know? yeah. Oh, here's a grump. Uh, Eamon says don't want to sound uncaring and as a taxpayer I'm happy to pay for students free education and travel but do I have to pay for a ride as well? (laughs) Well I don't know if he has to pay for the ride in particular but he may already be paying for the health care for some of those students Mm. who end up with with gonorrhea or maybe genital warts and have many a trip back back to the guide clinic you know so I think one way or another he'll probably end up paying less in his tax if we're actually stopping people ending up with uh, quite nasty STIs in some cases. I think think the current scheme is about 36 million or something there. I could be wrong on that one. But yeah, 36 million. So I imagine condoms would probably be a similar amount, would it? Yeah, well, I think, uh, I'm not sure. I think it wouldn't, I I don't think I'm in a position to kind of guess what the the cost would be. Um, I did try and look at whether France had an estimation on theirs and the population wise, but I couldn't actually figure it out in time for for the interview. But if we look at the price of condoms currently, and we're saying, you know, up to 20 euro for 12 condoms. Um, you know, the state would use a more generic, cheaper form, not not less uh, useful. I yeah, mean, not still branded the same ones, quality, that's what we're saying. But yeah. I mean, just not, yeah. uh, just not the big brands. Yeah. So I think, you know, cost wise, you could be looking at a more cost effective even than, you know, the wider use of contraception because women's contraception, there's so many different types of contraception. I myself have the Marina Kyle because that's what suits me. But that can be quite expensive to have put in. You can pay anywhere between 250 euro to 350 euro for the Marina Kyle. Now, in saying that, you'll have that in for five years. So it's not a repeated cost, but right, it is a yeah. huge cost for someone that can't afford that, you know? Yeah. Uh, do you think it, uh, do you think the Minister might be amenable to this then? I mean, I think so. I think once they roll out the infrastructure for contraception, I don't see why they can't see where the gaps are. You know, I think um, there's no, there was no conversation that exclusively 
uh, didn't include condoms. It just, uh, and maybe I'm wrong, but it seems like the conversation just wasn't had or it mm. just wasn't raised. And I suppose it's only looking at the fact that France is doing it now, but France did what we did first as well in terms of contraception as a whole. So maybe it was a gap that France just oversaw as well. And it's just something that we didn't think about was actually including condoms in that scenario because contraception is not only about reproduction, it is also about keeping our our health uh, safe. Would you write a letter to the minister? I will write a letter to the minister. Okay, good stuff. There you <laughs> free go. Free condoms for yeah, all. Free condoms it. for all, minister. Thank you very much. Uh, Lynn, thanks a million for Thank coming you. in to us. Uh, that was uh, uh, Senator uh, Lynn Rowan there. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2 pm on News Talk.